next guest is one of the biggest legends in Carolina Panthers uh-huh. history. Want to welcome back on one of the voices of the Carolina Panthers radio team, Mr. Jake Delum. Jake, how we doing? I'm doing great. Excited for uh, finally some NFL football weekend. We got a taste last night, and uh, I'm still hungry like most people. So I know you said you caught a little bit of the second half, and you caught some of the highlights. So what, what were your thoughts on Josh Allen? I know he had a few turnovers, but overall, he looked phenomenal. He did. You know, I um, yeah only caught the second half due to a uh, daughter's volleyball game. So uh, it caught all the highlights. But listen, I think Josh Allen is a special player. I was lucky enough to visit the Buffalo Bills his rookie year. Uh, Brian Dayball was the offensive coordinator then, dear friend of mine. And um, I was asked to go and spend a little time with them and address the team. Uh, new Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean from their Carolina days. So uh, been a big fan of them ever since and a huge fan of Josh. I think he's a special, special, special talent and uh, not surprised, you know. And on the Rams side, do you think it's a little bit maybe like a Super Bowl hangover? Or you think it's maybe I, – I, I don't want to run my hot take off here. I think they're missing Whitworth more than people realize. Well, listen, it's week one. I mean, I think if, if we're four to six weeks down the road and there's That's still fair. a lot of these issues uh, – I just week one, I think there was two really good football teams. I think right now the Bills are a better football team. I, I thought the Bills were a Super Bowl team last year. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes was able to somehow, some way get the drive uh, in that playoff game. But I think it was two good teams. And uh, Buff, I, I truly, I still value some preseason. Maybe I'm one of these old school guys, but Buffalo played some of their guys a little bit in the preseason and they just seemed a, a little more ready. What you, would you think of their defense? I think their, their line is incredible. Brandon Bean has done an absolute fantastic job of getting that roster. And I will say the same thing, the same with McDermott. Those guys are um, – they want to be relentless. I think they have two great safeties. Uh, even the all-pro corner is not even back yet. But they just do a fantastic job of getting after the, uh, the, the, the passer and getting after an offensive line. And the NFL's won at the line of scrimmage. And then, so you, this week you guys have Cleveland. Obviously, you guys have a new quarterback. What were your initial thoughts when they got Baker Mayfield, and how, do, how has he looked so far in preseason? Well, listen, there was so much speculation from the night of the draft of a possible uh, uh, dra- uh, trade for Baker, and it just kind of kept going on and on, and you knew something was going to happen. Love the value that we got him for. Um, Cleveland absorbing 10 or $11 million of his salary. The Panthers only paying a few million, and Baker – betting on himself. So I think that was a win for the Panthers in that regard, a hungry young quarterback, number one pick overall. So he'll have an opportunity uh, to play this year. Um, Very impressed that he won the job in camp. I mean, this is a guy that got traded for in July. It's not like he knew any players. He didn't know the offense, had no familiarity with uh, Ben McAdoo and all that system. So uh, tip, tip of the hat to him. I think he's looked fine so far, but again, preseason like how much we're gonna how much did the Panthers really show in preseason Cleveland barely played many guys defensively um what are they gonna do there's gonna be some new packages there's always the first week or two just teams are feeling each other out and I just go back to last year Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers look like the worst team in football week one last year so I think we have to always kind of take a deep breath after week one and um, and let let a good good four to six weeks go by, and you should have a true true identity of what your team is. 
what do you think the Panthers' offense is going to look like this year? Because a lot of teams kind of really pegged them as not one of the maybe like one of the lower half teams, maybe not a playoff team, but they got some pieces around. They've been building the defense. Defense was phenomenal early on last year. Building some pieces right. around. They got Lavisca Chanel from the Jags. I think it's a very underrated acquisition. You think they could surprise some people? I th- yeah, I'm, I'm bullish on that. I truly believe that. I, I I was very surprised in 2020, Matt Rule's first year, that this team actually. Um, they stayed in ball games and they had seven, I think it was seven, maybe eight drives where it was a, a one score game at the end and they just couldn't get over the hump. And so last year, I thought the team took somewhat of a little step back. I think a lot was due to injury. And I think the major part was the offensive line. There was 14 um, new starting offensive line combinations out of 17 games. So no continuity there. Um, I think this team's gotten a great deal better in the offseason. I think the draft went well. I think acquiring some offensive line guys, getting Christian McCaffrey back. um, He is one. I I don't think he's a top five player in the league. I I think he's a top three. I don't think there's many better. And what he – the problems that he poses uh, for defenses. So um, getting him back, D.J. Moore is a true number one receiver, new quarterback. I'm kind of like most people. I have an idea what I think the Panthers might be like on offense, but really and truly, we, we kind of we just don't know yet. Uh, we don't know how these pieces are going to gel in the offensive line week one, and it's a pretty formidable defense we're going in. I believe there's nine of 11 starters back for Cleveland on that defense, and needless to say, the two bookends, and Davion Clowney and Miles Garrett, they're, um, they're some of the top in the league. You guys got J.C. Horn back. He obviously missed the better part of last season. I think Brian Burns. This is gonna. This is. I feel like he's gonna be a name that the entire the whole country starts hearing about weekly starting this kind of year. This defense. You think maybe they could they could really really surprise people. Maybe can uh, really kind of hold their own in the NFC South. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I believe that. And I, hopefully, our offense can have something to do with that. You know, the Panthers' offense last year, no continuity, not enough points, a lot of turnovers, and I'm kind of hopeful that if the offense can control the clock a little bit more, get some points on the board, whereas the defense able to regroup, regroup during the course of a game and not have to play from behind. And every, every really good football team, they kind of work together. They feed off of each other. And uh, the defense was the better part of this football team last year. That's not saying anything earth shattering. So hopefully the offense can uh, stay healthy and uh, stay up to speed and uh, defensively not keep them on the field. Great deal. And then looking at McCaffrey, I know I saw some interviews with him during the preseason. I think he said he kind of he's fully healthy from the injury he suffered last year. He's kind of reworked his workouts and his body and his diet. Does he look more dynamic to you in practice than you saw last year? No, I think he's looked dynamic from the time he stepped on the field as a rookie. I'm so bullish on this guy. I just think it was a freak deal last year. Uh, short week, he strained a hamstring, came back, and um, had another little strain type of deal. And then he, he got – somebody a big defensive lineman from Miami fell on his ankle and it was kind of a just one of these freak type of injuries so um I'm very very bullish on him this guy is maniacal in the way he takes care of his body his preparation um and he is a true dynamic football player and I understand how you know you want to protect him and protect some reps from him but on the flip side you want to give your best player the football. I, so that's kind of hard for me. I want, I want my best player to get the ball as many times as possible. And LaVisca Chenault, yeah. I think that was – right. I, th- I like what that was. I think this yeah. is a guy – I don't want to say a guy. He's a man. Saw him yeah. in the flesh last week, and he is a large, powerful man. Um, does he have some Cordero Patterson-type qualities? Yeah. 
that you can put him in the backfield. You can kind of do the jet sweeps with him. You put him at receiver and um, that would be awesome if he could kind of fit in to DJ Morris, the number one, get Robbie Anderson more involved. I think only at 50 something catches last year, yeah. 90 catches the year prior. Got to get him more involved uh, in the offense and, 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 and getting LaVisca to be another kind of piece. Um, hopefully he can be one of those toys for us. What were your first impressions of Baker when he got there? Listen, um, I never met Baker before. I didn't know him. Um, look, a very strong, stout individual, very thick individual who has a – I thought his arm was very impressive, very accurate just watching him throw, uh, a lot of thump on it. Um, he's got some moxie about him. He really and truly does, and and certainly so much is being made of this game. And, and look, I get it. Those are some great storylines. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um, but some people I trust in the Cleveland uh, organization and – um, I was told nothing but really good things about him and it was kind of difficult early on and I'm going to protect him because he went through so many coaches, so many yeah. offensive coordinators, uh, really played well the 2020 season, um, went to Pittsburgh, won a playoff game and listen, I was one of the Browns quarterbacks in 2010 so I was in that long stretch of just uh, mediocrity at best to say the least so um, he won a playoff game for Cleveland so this is a guy who's got some ability um, and the Browns didn't want him. Very simple. So it's a blow to the ego. I get that. I mean, everybody would feel that same way. So um, this is a, a great chance for him to redeem himself uh, to a team that's they're dying for another franchise quarterback. I mean, Cam Newton um, really and truly is the last few years. Yeah. They, they haven't had that franchise guy. So yeah. it's going to be fun. No, Yeah, it's it's incredible. And then kind of with, with that, um, with, with Baker last year, I remember he had the shoulder injury and he kept playing through it. And it definitely, you could definitely see how it was affecting him on the field. Does, does the shoulder look good so far, as you can see in practice? Yeah, I mean, listen, and it's so little. You watch some of the preseason games and it's not a great deal that he's played, but everything looks fine. Everybody's really and truly healthy week one when you think about it. So it's a um, it's somewhere I'm, we're looking forward to. And then I'm going to go around the division with you real quick. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of movement. Um, with Atlanta, you, with Mariota and Ritter, did any of them intrigue you at all? Or you think they could be they could be a little bit better than um, people expect? Yeah, I was a big fan of Ritter in college, watching him play. I thought he was very mature, and I thought he looked extremely well. Um, uh, Mariota's a talented guy. I, I just think Atlanta's in a rebuild. That's just my opinion. I think they're in a total rebuild. The Saints, I think, have a fantastic roster. I think that roster is a loaded roster. Jameis was 5-2 and two last year before he got hurt. They didn't ask him to do a great deal. Uh, but he has a whole lot more. The, the receivers are back. And Michael Thomas yeah. is back. You get Jarvis Landry, who's going to help. And then they draft Chris Olave. And then Tampa. Listen, Tampa's a Super Bowl caliber type team. I think we all know that. As long as number 12 suits up for them, they have a chance. Um, the offensive line, that's going to be the concern. They, they've lost guys. Guys retired. They, uh, you know, free agency, retired, uh, injuries. So that's going to be the big deal for Tampa. What can they do up front? Can they protect Tom? And Tom does a great job of protecting himself by setting the uh, all the protections, making sure he gets rid of the football. So uh, tough division, but I, I, I kind of see the Panthers. If they can get on that roll, there's always that one, two, three teams that kind of st start going the right way. Yeah. And some of the playoff teams from last year start going the other way. So can they get hot? Can they get on the roll? And does, does the ball bounce your way? Is there anybody else in the NFC that kind of intrigues you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm anxious to watch Green Bay, uh, watch Aaron Rodgers play without Devontae Adams. I think that's something. I think Minnesota, I, I always thought that was a solid roster, um, and they're getting some guys. I, I kind of like, want to see them play. Um, not so sure about the NFC East, to be quite honest. I think well, Dallas they're, 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 they're not going to stink that much. Not as, not as bad as two years ago. No, but I think they lost some players. Philadelphia is a team that I, I thought they did, did some good things. I, I thought Jalen Hurts – Listen, I'm a protected quarterback. I just don't think – I don't think we give quarterbacks time to develop no. whatsoever anymore. So, I thought Jalen Hurts really did pretty good last year. And they've, they've given him some more weapons and, and things like that. So, that's going to be a fun division to play out and watch. And um, San Fran, how's the Trey Lance scenario going to work? Is that – if you go back and look at it, if Jakorski Tart intercepts Matthew Stafford on – it was almost like a play could have fair caught it. Yeah. If he intercepts him in the playoffs, San Fran's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're talking about Jimmy G, know. you know. Uh, so that's a that's a crazy scenario to watch and play out. I'm not exactly sure how that's all going to play out. I think it was very smart on Jimmy's part to restructure and stay in San Fran because where would he go this late in the year to get paid a certain amount and to learn an offense? Very very intelligent on his on his behalf. With Lance, do you think it's kind of messing him up, like maybe his psyche, just being named the starter, no. and then they start to move on, and they bring him back, and he's still there, and he's kind of just in the waiting in the shadow? Do you think it's going to affect him at all? I don't think it should. It, well, listen, if you're the guy, if you're the franchise guy, that should not have no effect. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's very, very simple. I think the thing that affects him, he hadn't played much football. No. He played, I think, one game his, what, junior year in college or senior year, whatever it may be. And because of COVID. Yeah, of and COVID, yeah. Like yeah. so it's not like he's played a ton of football. So that's that's going to be – there's got to be a learning curve there. Interesting. And then kind of look at the AFC, the AFC West. Have you ever seen a division look this, this good on paper? No, it looks great. And uh, the crazy thing about it is that two of those four teams with those really good quarterbacks, they're going to have losing records. I mean, uh-huh. in essence, they're two of those teams are going to have losing records. So it's, a, um, it's certainly going to be fun to watch on paper and – you like to see how things unfold during the season, what rookies come about, what second-year players make the big jump, who can stay injury-free, what quarterback makes the big jump. Um, anxious to watch the Chargers play. Huge fan of Herbert. I've uh, been following him since he was a freshman in college. Uh, so a uh, big fan of his. Um, anxious to see if uh, if they go forward on every fourth down. I don't know. They, they went for it so much last year, cost themselves a spot in the playoffs. So we'll see how that shakes out. With with Mahomes and KC, do you think the loss of Hill will, will, will damper them at all, or do you think maybe it'll be just a slower start? I know they got a really tough slate first eight games. Yeah, listen, it's a. Uh, I think that's going to hurt them. Don't get me wrong, but I, I truly believe Patrick Mahomes uh, can overcome that. I, I think with Kelsey still being there, I think they'll develop. There'll be a receiver along the way that they'll develop because I believe Mahomes is that good. But Everybody Buffalo, has, yeah. I mean, if I had to pick, and I'm not saying it because of the game on Thursday course, night, yeah. Buff, Buff, Buffalo is the team that I just – I absolutely love watching play. I think they have answers kind of everywhere. I know you can kind of talk about they don't have that true monster running back, but – His name's Josh Allen. His name's Josh Allen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With, with this <laughs> quarterback who's the uh, – he's the great uh, great equalizer. You know, and, uh, Stephon Diggs is fantastic, but Gabe Davis, I mean – what he's done the, the latter part of last year and, and then again last uh, last night. So uh, Buffalo's a, a fun team. And before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about my, my commanders. Obviously, last year we had Heineke. Heineke spent some time with the Panthers. They go out, they bring on Car- they bring on Carson Wentz, they bring in 
Sam Howell, and it's kind of a, you really don't know what's going to happen. What what are your expectations for Washington? Because I don't know what the, I don't know what the fans know what to expect. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of the same way. The whole Chase Young deal. How long will he be out? Because I really think he's a, such a difference maker. Uh, but I think Washington. Um, I'm anxious to watch Carson Wentz. I, I'm still an apologist for Carson Wentz. Um, it, it didn't end well in Indy, so I can't apologize for that. That was really, really not good. So hopefully Ron Rivera is such a um, – I think Ron's a great coach. He's a professional. He's a gentleman. Um, I, yeah, I'm anxious to watch that football team. Certainly the, the rough news with the, um, the, the running back Robinson, that's just such a freak yeah, deal. But. Yeah. You know, big fan of McLaurin. Um, hearing the Dotson kid uh, from Penn State is pretty special. So, um, but but again, that division, I just don't see a clear cut. Dallas was pretty good last year, but I, they lost a couple of people. Yeah, a lot of holes, they, offensive line, they, receiver, all over the place. Yeah, correct. You know, and and so that's going to be an issue. It's a wide open division, um, and who gets hot? You know, so the Giants uh, love the hire with Brian Dable. I'm not so sure they're ready yet. I think it's coming, but I'm not sure if they're ready. So I'm, uh, I know it hurts your heart, but, uh, and I'm not saying I'm a fan. Now, of I don't, Philly, I don't have I, high expectations. I, I, think... I never have high expectations for them ever. They've got three names in three years and we've had a different quarterback. We now get, I do not have high expectations now. And, and just one last, one last quick one with, with Dable. Do you think he's been, do you think he can figure out Daniel Jones? Do you think maybe he's not, hope so. not be the Listen, guy? He, Daniel will get every opportunity in the world to, to show that he's a true NFL quarterback this year. I can promise you that. I think he has what you want, the size. I think he has the arm strength. He's got, he can't turn over the football, but I truly believe he will, this will be the best he will ever be coached going into a football game. Brian Dayball will do an unbelievable job of scheming things up and giving him a direct plan. Um, so I, um, I, I'm bullish on Brian Dayball. Yeah, actually, one last, last one. Who, who's the name you've been seeing in training camp that might uh, catch people by surprise how well they're going to be playing this year? And for the uh, Panthers. Oh, player-wise? Oh, gosh. Um, listen, Shai Smith is a young receiver that was drafted last year out of South Carolina. And the word is he's kind of really taking the next step, gotten very um, – I don't want to say serious about his game, but you kind of understand what you need to do. Uh, I thought Chuba Hubbard did a great job stepping in last year. There's a few of them. J.C. Horn played two and a half games last year. This was a top-ten pick. He, if you see him physically and in person, he is a large cornerback that I, I expect great things out of him. Brian Burns, you said it earlier. I, I think that's a given, but just somebody coming out of the blue. Um, what Jeremy Chin? Jeremy Chin, got Chin a same thing. But but like yeah. he's always J Jeremy Chin to me. I, he's never there's never been a fall off. I think Jeremy uh. Chin has been as steady as could be. Uh, if there's one person that I want to see a breakout year from, because I believe Burns is already there. I believe Chin's already there. J.C. Horn, I think, is that guy. It's Derek Brown. I think the yeah. top ten pick from a couple of years ago. The Auburn guy, that's right? Auburn, who wreaked, uh, wreaked havoc on the SEC. Um, and he's done some really good things so far. But just that next step, when that when those guys take that next step, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm hopeful that's the case uh, with um, with Derek Brown. Awesome, awesome. Well, I can't, can't thank you enough for coming back on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Can't wait for the games this weekend and for this season. I think it's going to be a great one, but I do really, really appreciate the time. Absolutely. Absolutely.